This is Audio Gyan and I am your host Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to a deep dive into the minds of luminaries from the Indian creative world. Today we have Eetu Chaudhary and Lisa Rath with us on Audio Gyan. I believe they don't need any formal introduction in the world of design, uh, but just for our record, Eetu and Lisa Uh, a principal at Eetu Chaudhary Designs a full stack design agency bringing powerful design and original thinking to business problems and opportunities they have engaged in branding packaging communication editorial design for clients all around to name a few indian express outlook traveler nestle haldiram dr reddy and many more we'll try and ponder upon a classical question uh, generalization versus specialization and document eetus and Uh, Lisa's thought on this, uh, obviously at a meta level, in the context of design and designers in the current time. So, and obviously you can go to uh, icdindia.com uh, for more posts that they have written. Welcome, Eetu and Lisa, to Audio Gan. It's a real pleasure to have you guys. Thank you, Kedar, for having us. Awesome. It's great to be here. And like Lisa said earlier in the warm up to the show, it's wonderful that this is something that you're doing. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so I've come up with like few questions, and uh, feel free to chip in. Uh, um, sort of, it's it's more of a me nudging you towards like the questions which I have. So I'll I'll start off with asking both uh, Itu and Lisa. Maybe Itu, you can go first. That uh, what's your definition of design, and how has it changed over time? I mean, this is a is, this is a question which I keep asking all my guests because after spending almost two to three decades. working on the same field our definition our world view changes uh, about the same thing so yeah if you can start with yeah what's what's how do you define design or what's your definition of design i think it's one of those wonderful open ended questions which i normally answer by saying that there are many ways to practice design and the uh, important thing is that design is a practice it's a form of practice and it's a form of practice uh, which i mean in in the 20th century it's been defined as something called reflective making so if you are into the whole design thinking kind of literature and folklore and mythology then uh, you would have heard the term reflective making mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that uh, in the meantime you know sometimes embarrassing to go back say 20 years and look at the things that you said <laughs> and i did go back some months ago 20 years and i found a kind of brochure that we used to give out to clients and it said something to the effect of about us it said that uh, we consider design as just one element in the chain of activities that organizations need to be successful and i was very impressed i said that uh, when i was whatever something like 33 or 32 or something and i didn't know anything i mean I, my level of innocence was very great compared to 32 year olds i see now <laughs> and i said hey this is a line i wouldn't change you know this is 
this still works hmm interesting and and why do you say because i mean there is this zen proverb which i keep sort of repeating in my show as well which is when you don't know zen rivers are rivers mountains are mountains when you are learning uh zen rivers are not rivers mountains are not mountains and when you have learned zen again rivers are rivers so is that the design is just a another cog in the wheel because there will be a time where you think design is everything design can change the world and then you come back to saying hey design can change the world but it's it's yeah so you're right you're right that the zen thing about rivers and mountains does apply and when you see things in their wholeness then sometimes you realize that uh, even the innocent way in which you first saw it uh, it was not wrong mm. and uh, the return to innocence but this time a kind of uh, learned and innocence so to start out being a child and end up being a child that's that's a journey of wisdom yes. isn't it so the effect of learning something in general is instant stupidity right so when you when you learn something you quickly become stupid <laughs> so let's say it's uh, you knew how to speak you know someone starts teaching you how to speak the first effect will be a lack of competence uh, because you will be thinking about how am i supposed to speak instead of doing something that was very natural to you and then eventually you come back to it and you say i've gotten past that and now i do know how to speak but i can still speak naturally despite having all that knowledge mm. so i think yeah you do come around and rivers become rivers again and that's that's fair enough but i think what's the big change that's happened in the last 20 years is this not for me for everybody the whole world not only for me is this black box that we do design mm. you don't know what it is i know what it is you tell me something i'll come and show it to you and then you say this is good this is not good <laughs> and then i'll say okay from that i must make out what i'm supposed to do so i think now there's a improved quality of conversation the black box is open we allow you to enter into it and say shall we talk about this problem that you are having let shall we talk about possible solutions shall we talk about each other's work interesting so that's the change interesting and lisa what's what's your definition how how has it changed oh so disappointingly mine is very uh, uh, fact oriented and all i just feel that uh, what's changed for the good uh in this discipline at least for me personally has been that uh, there is a much more uh, open conversation that clients are now willing to have about where they want to apply potent for design that they want and they are willing to engage in a deeper conversation of what needs to be done therefore so it's not any more uh, this is what you i want you to do but it's more like this is my problem what can you do to solve it so there is a lot of that i am seeing uh, in um, clients nowadays in businesses nowadays which is nice because they are uh, taking it as a uh, arm of the business in many ways uh, that this is a important arm of the business and uh, just like all the other arms this needs to uh, this will not solve the whole thing or, but it's one of the key things so that is good that has happened 
the thing that has changed drastically, which I'm not enjoying anymore at all, or and that could be just in our case of what we do and work, is that uh, design is not being uh, taught or seen by young designers as a very big, uh, you know, playground. Hmm. Everybody wants to quickly know where they fit in and where they belong and uh, quickly be in a vertical and uh, box themselves up and do only that much. And somehow I'm missing out on the conversations that one used to have, which included a lot of uh, maybe wasted time, but discussing just uh, furniture designers and their work and forms of furniture and uh, just admiring a furniture designer and his work for an entire day or uh, even a, you know, a good product design or a good piece of textile. There used to be time for that and somehow that was part of design uh, vocabulary or discussions even at work. Slowly I find that that is no longer like that's not my department anymore. I can't discuss about a very beautiful furniture form on a table or it's not something that I as a designer am meant to do because I am a XYZ designer, UXUI designer, <laughs> term I love to hate. But uh, so I, I find that's also the other side uh, of the design uh, definition. Uh, that has happened. What I also do find which has changed a lot is that everybody's trying to commoditize design now, mm. Uh, mm. which wasn't the case earlier. There was uh, there was a need and then you designed something and you kind of went along with that process of how is it doing for that need? Is it helping that need? Is it aiding that need? I think that has sort of vanished now it's more about a commodity. What did you come up with? What is the thing? What is that item that I can hold on to? Which is not very, uh, I think it's in that respect, it's closing. The community is closing its own doors on itself. Mm. Uh, whereas I find that the businesses are saying, please open the doors and help us with 10 things if you can. Yeah. yeah. But we ourselves are now tying ourselves down into this is all we will do because this is the item we can produce kind of a thing so that is the change i'm seeing which is making me a bit uncomfortable overall uh, yeah so leave alone uh, wider discussions like whether what's the difference between a design and a composition hmm. Hmm. and is kedar a design or a composition hmm. interesting yeah okay so uh here I'm talking about Kedar, the rag, the Hindustani music rag. Is it a composition? Yeah. Uh, is it is it a design? So I, I I would argue for it's a design. So now it's a it's a it's a topic on which interesting discussions are possible, provided people see the job of designing closer to what Lisa was describing. Hmm. That is like a verb, an area of thinking which is connected with doing. So it's what I've called in another talk, a theory of doing. How do you do certain things? Wow. And, and 
if you're willing to have that discussion. Otherwise, if design is a noun, then you're talking about an object which has been designed. Like, like this phone is a design. Yeah, but if you think of the iPhone as a design overall, then it's unthinkable without the iPod or iTunes or uh, the App Store. Even, uh, even going or, beyond the logistical chain that they have built. Correct, correct, correct. So if you think about a bulb as, as a part of an electrical system that Edison wanted to create and not the object in itself, like what was the merit of the bulb? So if I talk about razor blades in the context of shavers and then uh, beards, and I know this is the wrong audience, none of us to be talking but i mean then you're talking about design you're looking at it as a way of looking at interactions between systems and then it is becoming a conversation about a way of thinking which is called design thinking which is actually not as distinctive as its boosters and hype masters <laughs> want to make out but it, but it does have something to say, Correct. right? I mean, it's, it's, it's something nice to say as well. So I think those conversations are not going to happen until designers turn 48 exactly. So how old are you? I'm 38, 39 actually, yeah. <laughs> you've got nine, you've got nine years. Actually, you made it there nine years earlier. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, I mean, this is a good segue also because the topic is generalization versus specialization. And I remember this uh, hearing somewhere or like in some talk where the specialization even in designers is going so narrower that yes they are like they, they, we have coined a word called t-shaped designer where what's your specialization uh, and there's a joke i think uh, i'm a dentist so he said oh which side of the jaw that you fix so so that's that's how narrow it's becoming uh, maybe we'll zoom out and ito i would like to ask you uh, slightly uh, a long tangential question is that uh, we see and I keep giving this example to my design team also, Gulzar has done almost all sorts of writing, right? Right from jingles to everything. So covered a wide spectrum within literature also. Uh, similarly, say Charlie Chaplin or, or even the Massimo Vignelli's famous quote that if you can design one thing, you can design everything. Uh, or yeah. or Satyajitri uh, or R.K. Zoshi. Like, would you call them generalist or specialist? And then how would you also define these terms? Uh, we'll start the ball rolling from here. Yeah, yeah so you, uh, I saw this question earlier and I was kind of dreading uh, answering it because I thought the answer would either be uh, like a minute long, which is to say uh, of these only Massimo Vignelli strikes me as a generalist and let's move on to the next <laughs> question. Al alternately, it could be uh, we could finish answering the question sometime by Friday morning. Sure. Uh, so I was I was trying to think of where where in between <laughs> to fit. So quickly, just to give it some order, I think a, what I'm calling a specialist or a generalist needs to be understood historically first. All professional labels have constantly been specializing and then generalizing and then re-specializing and then generalizing again, right? So what, what you call designer today, that term didn't exist 
till quite some time in this century even what the colleges in the last century sorry um, in uh, in the 20th so the colleges that taught it also didn't use the word design till about 1950 where you know places like ulm and bauhaus began using the term a bit earlier but became mainstream by let's say 1960 you have nid being created hmm. jj still isn't calling it design just to take an yeah. example no by 1960 they were not i'm sure they now they now are but so professions have always been doing this right whether it's in medicine or in science or anything so this is not new that we'll zoom out zoom in etc in this context if i say generalist i mean somebody who moves some distance away from his field and doesn't necessarily partake in a second vertical or doesn't necessarily develop a skill but develops his practice in such a way that his own practice his own earlier practice is simply one of the possible responses to the question that he is now asking Hmm. No. Okay. Let's say I'm practicing A. Hmm. Okay. And now I say A is actually a part of B. Hmm. So I am now thinking about B. A is a part of B, but so is C a part of B. So is D a part of? These are all connected, hmm. and I need to think about them all. So it's my participation in one or two of them doesn't make me a generalist. That makes me a Renaissance man. Hmm. कि मैं थोड़ा ये भी करता हूँ मैं वो भी करता हूँ मैं ये भी करता हूँ वह कितनी अच्छी बात है दैट्स दैट्स अ डिफरेंट थिंग जनरलिस्ट मींस आई एम नॉट रियली इन्वॉल्व विद एनी ऑफ दिस मैंने सारे वर्टिकल्स त्याग दिए मैं आई एम लुकिंग एट दिस हॉरिजॉन्टल थिंग ऑन टॉप एंड आई एम ट्राइंग टू अटैक दिस बिग प्रॉब्लम इज इट इज इट सॉर्ट ऑफ ट्राइंग टू एबस्ट्रैक्ट द प्रॉब्लम स्टेटमेंट विच लाइज ऑलमोस्ट एवरीवेयर एग्जैक्टली uh I, this is not a video podcast so you can't see my thumbs up but yes yes that's hmm. that's exactly it so maybe massimo vignelli said i am a designer at large and indeed he did do furniture he did do uh products which from our point of view seems terribly different hmm. right but he's not the only designer who's done more than one thing i you know so Uh, Miyake who died uh, just what was it one week ago uh, he also mucked about that as well so isi miyake is an example um so I, I, that's a de- definition that is interesting i'm not saying that's a definition that's correct that's a definition by which one can get to somewhere useful saying am i attacking a wider category of problem hmm 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 and that is what design thinking is trying to do right it's trying to take a step back and say wait what is all this a part of hmm. and that is what vinelli means when he says if you can design one thing you can design everything or the way a friend of mine puts it um he said he likes our work because you don't care what you're designing <laughs> you start the same way for everything hmm. Hmm. and yeah at at some level that's true once you acquire the confidence to it you say i don't know the first thing about microphones um the one i can see in your picture but you know what it's i can find out it's not that big a deal i know what it does mm-hmm. but so, sorry to interrupt but does it mean that you have to because i'm also connecting uh, this 
रहीम्स कोट विच आई फाउंड रिसेंटली की एंड इनफैक्ट इन वन ऑफ द मूवीज कि एक साधो सब साधो राइट सो सो सब साधो एक साधे सब साधो राइट सो सो डज इट मीन दैट टू बिकम अ जर्नलिस्ट यू टू एटलीस्ट मास्टर वन थिंग और इज इट लाइक यू कैन बी अ जर्नलिस्ट इनफैक्ट दैट्स माई फॉलोअप क्वेश्चन केम लॉन्ग बट या so i think you definitely can be a generalist without being a specialist in any one mm-hmm. thing but if you are a specialist in something it it does give an interesting depth or dimension to what you do beautiful interesting cool uh think of an ias officer who used to be a geographer or studied history mm. hmm Hmm. Or physics. Physics, I'm finding it tough to connect, but yeah, history I got it. <laughs> Or engineering. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that he'll directly use those things. It's that he will um, use many of the tools he has learned. It's a it's a toolkit or a thinking toolkit. I trained as an architect. I'm not trained as what you guys call a designer. Hmm. Hmm. i'm trained in the real thing okay so <laughs> now what that gives you architecture is a way of taking very large problems and saying hang on it's made up of smaller ones and i know how to subdivide it it's it's an it's an instinct you describe very complex complex objects like buildings or ships uh in a very in a very systematic way it's a thinking skill mm-hmm. yeah now i i can sort of very correlate this because just yesterday i was having a conversation with a friend and he said most physicists then turn philosophers because they are dealing with time very closely so they automatically abstract at at that level of understanding time as well correct cool uh lisa i wanted to just like like take this forward and ask you like um again i saw one more video where steve jobs was saying Michael Angelo or or Leonardo da Vinci were like not really strategizing five years ahead, but doing and thinking, which you spoke about earlier, uh, doing and thinking together, right? So uh, and with the changing sort of paradigm in the design world currently, uh, what are your thoughts on like like uh, sort of how important is doing and thinking in this current time and. Uh, what has changed during the course of say maybe last 10 20 years or maybe bigger timeline also so i think uh, thankfully i know uh, both who's leonardo and michelangelo and read books about them at a early age no yeah. i'm just joking but actually uh, i think uh, uh, if i have to just connect both the uh, questions a bit because to me they are connected see uh you mentioned satyajitri and gulzar now they worked with a specific profession in mind they uh, they did things because they had to earn they were not artists where they said we'll produce something and if somebody likes it they will buy it and you know i can make it like uh, because or i cannot they were very specific whether they were doing covers or writing a jingle or a film script or whatever but however if you zoom out and look at satyajit ray who i hugely admire of course uh, there's a holistic approach to the whole thing to the world of writing literature 
and engaging with an audience. So whether it's through storytelling in written words that his grandfather and father did through the limericks and the poems that his father wrote or through the advertising work that he did and subsequently the film scripts he wrote and the comic strips he made, etc. It was always trying to uh, tell a story to an audience. So they had a, that kind of a, a, what designers want, a brief and a output. Hmm. They did have that. They have a brief, you, you have to tell a story, an interesting story to this audience. So they had that relationship. However, if you look at his body of work and what he did and how he did it, he was completely immersed in it in a very generalist way. No, it, it did not uh, bother him that today he's writing a story, tomorrow he's doing uh, his own movie's poster, which I don't think in his mind he was thinking, now I'm a graphic designer and how is my typography go going to look on this poster? It was just him communicating in various media, through words, through picture, through form and composition. And that composition sense comes into his... Uh, you know, every frame of his film, the color palette or whatever lighting comes into his drawings, translates into his films. So whether he was doing uh, in his in today's profession, if he was, a, you know, a art director for uh, Sanjay Leela Bansali, if that was his profession, he would have still worked in that fashion. So. It is about immersion, I think. So Leonardo, Michelangelo were completely immersed, you know, going to the graveyard, pulling out bodies to study the muscle and then say, I'm going to make this look exactly like this hmm. and actually do it. Not, you know, if somebody wanted to learn, come along. I, I don't want apprentice or I'm not trying to teach you anything. I am doing it and I want to master this. So, you know, getting into that, uh, the beginning of that, whole thing is important. So if you look at any of these guys you named in the earlier question or now, these are people who were uh, in depth married to that subject. It was not something because my father did, I should also do. I'm an ironsmith son, so I should become an ironsmith. It wasn't from there at all. It was something that was their own calling and they uh, took to it and they made it a point to learn everything in that horizontal way about it, whether it's the aims like we have been taught and studied about. They did everything. And they found uh, they found things, discovered things along the way. They kept learning and they kept teaching and they kept applying and they did buildings to chairs to you know many things, textile, many things. But because that was because they had immersed themselves in that horizontal, whatever you call it, generalist education or the education or the knowledge of design. I think that is missing now and it's being uh, advocated to vanish now, which is very scary. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I find so, that it's being strictly advocated now. Forget it, you are in a vertical and you. In that vertical, I mean, left jaw and right jaw, I think it's now become molar or, you know, wisdom truths, which one. Mm -hmm. It's becoming that specialized, which is very scary. I think you can't do design uh, and, uh, you know, look at the whole big picture. Even to do the small thing, I would imagine that it needs uh, an overall understanding. It's important. 
can't mm. be taken as mm. but do you think this sort of specialization is i mean it's a need of the r just to for productivity or it's just the way education has been shaping up no it's the productivity demand that is pushing educators to re uh, phase and rethink how they are uh, catering to this need and demand in the market hmm. uh, and that in turn is skewing the education that the young designers are receiving and uh, you know uh, unfortunately i seriously feel that uh, design and art and uh, these two discipline and music and even studying literature is not something that can be forced on you it's not one of the things you can do in life if kuch nahi bana to ye karo because it is something that has to be your inner calling the moment it's not your inner calling and you're doing it because okay let's do it this there are lots of options here it becomes one of those things that then you want it to be different what am i going to do what is going to become of me where i lie land you know what is the usual worldly kind of set up for the future in this thing and that's where i think it's now i won't call it as a design education or vocation it's more like a uh, it's more like doing uh, I want to do a CA. My father is a CA. I will also have to do CA. That's still continuing in our country. Hmm. You know, my father is a doctor. I'm. If I study hard enough, I'll also make it as a doctor. <laughs> it's not something that you. It's an inner calling. It's something that runs in the family. A lawyer son, lawyer. It still happens in that way. So a lawyer son breaks away and says, "No, I won't do this. Or I want to do this." at least he should or she should have that calling of that discipline otherwise they're not allowed or they're not encouraged Fair so enough. i think that is a very important thing whether you specialize or not to recognize that about yourself is important that do i have this as a calling hmm hmm yeah i think it's a, no, it's so a... you, you can no. specialize thereafter because life takes its own course and you, you don't ever know where you land up but it has to be that thoda dil dhadakna chahiye design correct correct in fact isme thoda sa aur ek thoda aur digression bhi ho jayega but uh, i remember one podcast i did with vikram gelot who's a educator and he said i wanted to be a doctor but nobody told me that doctor's job is also like a detective everyone told me that you have to cut a frog and cut a human body and stuff like that so i never went for like doctor but it's also like trying to detect what the disease is and it could be sherlock holmes type setup also so unless you are sort of exposed to that side of things or 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 the or the yeah the different facets of of being uh, in a particular profession or doing some job i think that's also so maybe i'll i'll pick this thread and ask you too is that um, because it's it's a productivity driven uh, sort of time right now uh what what do you think should be like a career ladder also for a designer uh, obviously not in the typical ui ux mein aage chalke in that sense but like how sort of important is mastering the base craft because craft as a word also has been missing these days so there is certain beat anatomy beat structural things beat like simple stuff but there's some base layer to learn and then you grow in 
एंड देन यू प्रोबेबली एंड में जनरलाइज बट लाइक हाउ वुड यू डिफाइन और हाउ वुड यू एनविजन लाइक अ करियर लैडर फॉर अ डिजाइनर I used to be a big proponent of this point of view. I am a little less certain of that point of view now. Okay. Um, so, if you ask my father, he would say drawing is the base of everything. And basically, if you draw, and I don't care if you're fifty years old or how great you are, but drawing is what you will do, and it's drawing is the place where everything starts. Hmm. And there's a lot of truth to it uh when we talk about teaching graphic design the way in which graphic design curricula developed this is after ulm and the bauhaus and so on uh they that is to say the graphic design curricula that influenced what we do today how those developed so they developed by teaching typography right so the idea was you taught design through typography mm-hmm. uh for a bunch of reasons that isn't the case anymore there are a number of reasons for this uh it's to do with uh the fact that say images have become have assumed a different level of importance it's to do with the fact that media have evolved in certain ways uh, it's to do with how we are consuming things how we are reading things so i'm not sure what is that craft set today and that if i had to write a craft set today mm-hmm. that you must know these things what would i say uh how much weight would i give typography and drawing two things very dear to my heart uh how much of so if you ask me to teach design today i would still teach it i would start from typography and i would still start from teaching it that hmm. i can justify it easily on the other hand is it the best way is it the way that kids are practicing today should it be the way kids are practicing today do they have to know what i spent painful years knowing i'm not sure hmm so i think we need to go back and think what type of visuality is there in the world today and therefore what sort of visual skills do we need to develop today uh i i i sort i, I, I don't know i sort of agree but i don't know yeah even when i was teaching couple of my friends uh, some design i said just listen to bob dylan for like next 2 months just one song over and over again so there would be something right something base no <laughs> yeah but i don't know what that is i as a suppose you came to me and said i have 2 years uh, sorry y e a r s not not years for bob dylan but i have 2 <laughs> years for you what will you what will you tell me to do so i will say um look come and join my practice because uh, you learn a lot here and we do lots of different things just stick around keep your eyes and ears open keep your hands moving we'll see how your interests develop and we'll make something good out of it hmm. now this i can say this but this would be a statement coming from my you know personal confidence that things will work out you know but if you ask me as a structured question what is that knowledge base what should kids know how do i build a base i am a lot less confident about answering it today 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 yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 kind of open to rethinking this whole issue. Maybe uh, I would include uh, things that should have been there. Learn to learn to code. Mm-hmm. Acquire even a baby's level of familiarity with coding. Maybe it's a base skill today. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, you know. Um, yeah, maybe at the base skill, I would come down to simple aesthetic things like write a poem, mm. uh, read a poem, tell me what you like, awaken the senses. So I would, when I say base, now I would not be getting to the base of a craft. I'd be getting down to the base of personal properties, mm. personal attributes. You know, uh, develop your own opinions. Um, so, I mean, these are so general that I don't know what they're. Va- I mean, I don't know whether in this context, in this conversation, these are of value. Mm. Mm. They are very valuable. I think you should. Everyone should write a poem. Yeah. <laughs> carry, I mean, I say it all the time. Learn to code. Write a poem. Carry a sketchbook. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You know, uh, draw, 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 draw everything you see. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, maybe. I spend a lot of time drawing. It's very often air drawing. Hmm. <laughs> I, I do. I do a lot of that. And, you know, so it's. So. Are these are these particularly useful? I don't know. I mean, I, there's value in your saying listen to Bob Dylan for two months. I would change that to say listen to something you like hmm. repeatedly, so much that uh, it's coming out of your ears. Now tell me something about it. Hmm. I think that's very useful. Yeah. One day we'll make a thinker out of you, and if you can do that, you can solve design problems. You can do strategy. I think this this sort of connects with Lisa's thought of immersion, right? You have to go really deep till things seep into you, and then like you you sort of whenever you talk, it's it's coming out. Hmm. Correct, and yet it's an accident, right? I I cannot tell you that probably it's just luck. Probably I've been lucky to meet five or six influence influential individuals who had an influence on me. Hmm. And maybe it's luck that I was receptive to them, and that um, you know. Now, having said luck, uh, it's not like I've won the lottery either, you know. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how lucky I've been. But so I, in fact, what I'm saying is, I don't know if these prescriptions that I have are worth anything. Mm-hmm. Lisa, what are your thoughts like on on sort of? In fact, I had just like written down like does also specialization come like linearly as in but but Itu has taken a different direction so you want to just uh... no uh, I think specialization uh, uh, in design again I would say uh, for those who have taken a specialization before the generalization and there are a lot of that uh, people you meet and see. Uh, who have directly jumped into a specialization and then try and uh, understand the world of that surrounds that specialization. That's one way to go and nothing wrong with that. However, if you, I, in my view, it just feels, and I might be wrong, but I just feel that 
before specialization, being a generalist and not just generalist for that discipline. So if you are a product designer, being a generalist for product, I, I mean, just design as a whole. And when I say design as a whole, I'm including architecture and furniture and uh, the pottery and everything. Uh, bits of the world of art too. I think it's nice to know what that world is all about. It's nice to know what is so great about the Japanese art and culture and ceramic and everything. Though you may not practice that ever, but it's good to know. It's good to know that uh, you know these are the things that in some part of the world are studied in this way or executed in this way or understood in this way. And uh, I think that what that does is it may not be applicable when you're doing a UX UI project directly, but it hmm. keeps you informed as a human being of uh, how to think. Hmm. And uh, one of the things in design we've always thought and learned and read is that there is no formula. You know, something yeah. comes in front of you and you have to solve it for that situation, that product, that problem. And so when I now see a formula being applied, I get wary of it. That is this design or is this something else? Because I've been asked to apply a formula. And yeah. maybe that's the right way. That's the fifth dimension of design that we didn't learn or practice. And that is a new thing that will come with time and age and we should be accepting of it. But uh, it is then a, another branch of design. Let's be very clear that applying formula and producing design is another branch of design. It might be right, it might uh, fit an entire industry and so on and so forth. But we have to be aware that that's not the definition of design or that that's not the new definition of design. There's mm. still that bigger world out there of uh, understanding, exploring, uh, admiring other things. Mm. Other than your own core day-to-day -day work, just admiring and watching other people's work and seeing what you take out of it. You know, there is no pressure. Nobody's asking you to perform something of that sort the next day. So if you are under no pressure, so if you're if you're following, for example, I follow this fine person from Japan. I don't know who she or he is, but they do some very fantastic work on denim. Okay. In a very Japanese now it's just caught my fancy but you see this person pursuing with this one thing every day and producing something new and you also see that sense of Japanese craft and culture embedded in that work but it's different and you mm. don't know whether you want to classify it as art or is she a textile designer or you know is she producing garments for sale or museum pieces god knows what but they are very interesting stuff to watch and see and see the color palette and the sensibility of composition it's very enlightening to see some other part of the world somebody is doing something in such a focused way which is so different than what i do every day and yet there is some connection some you know heart calls for that work and it draws to it. So generalist in that sense is important. I think studying art history, design history is good. But but do you think this can be trained or it as you said it's a you need that calling. So I think you have to have the calling and then yes it can be trained. Hmm. Definitely can be trained, but the calling has to be there. Some some people just 
groups don't have the calling for it. Uh, and some people just deeply feel for it. You can't help but feel for it. So, uh, you know, you can't uh, push somebody to listen to uh, classical music if there is no calling whatsoever. But if there is even the slightest calling, then you can thereafter push the child into that direction. And uh, so that little bit of calling has to be there. I think it's for there for every subject, you know. Um, yeah. I, I have a nephew who is doing something major in physics and maths in some college in the US. And we stopped asking him what he does because we don't understand. <laughs> but what I like about his replies to how things are going is that, you know, solving or getting marks is not the point. That beauty of that solution, I didn't get. You know, I didn't get that so somebody seeing beauty in maths, uh, I would have never thought of it like that, but somebody there out there is seeing beauty in maths. Very inspiring. I think the question is, how do you become the kind of person that Lisa is? <laughs> so true. No, I, so, mm. no, no, let me not, let me be serious mm -hmm. about this. Or indeed Abhishek or Ayushman or yourself. So, you know, if you if you say I'm getting a lot out of looking at this Japanese artist working on denim, so how do you become the sort of person who will get something out of that? How do you become the sort of person who doesn't walk past it and say, "Ah, acha tha, sundar tha," ek, ek, like Karibabas? <laughs> right. So how how now that is attacking something very fundamental and we have to use terms like calling which which we cannot define and you know it's it's very fundamental to education at large it's not about design it's not about generalism it's not about specialization it gets right down to the question of uh, personal development you know mm. can you can you can you make your mind open to things so that maybe it wasn't denim for you, maybe it was Bob Dylan for you or whatever it was for you, right? So that, how do you give somebody that experience or if they've had that experience, can you, can you build on it? Mm. So I think that's, that's the job of a teacher. That's the job of a, you know, a guru or that's, that's, that's the job of yourself to be your own, own guru, if you like. So I think, if you're talking about such fundamental things, then talking about it in terms of practice or practical things is probably not so practical. I mean, <laughs> it's, it amounts to saying, uh, it amounts to being disappointed with people who are not like you. What good is that? Hmm. So uh, can, you, can, you, can you do that? So I think that's a very, going to the root of what human development is. I don't know if that's, the direction in which you'd want to take a conversation mm. like this. No, it's, it's very fascinating because I, I remember when I was exposed to classical music, I didn't understand anything. Still, I don't understand anything. But I just forced myself voluntarily to listen to Begum Akhtar because little lightweight, the words were interesting. And then slowly, like maybe right now, I'm, I'm like settled on Kumar Gandharva and Bob Dylan. I don't understand both of them, but just keep listening to them over and over. I mean, there will be something which is going to happen over time. So you just keep exposing yourself to yeah. that. Maybe that's, that's. Sunta hai gyani. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
सो एक एक जस्ट ऐसी अगेन आई एम लाइक नजिंग इतू टू सॉर्ट ऑफ क्या होना चाहिए टाइप डिरेक्शन क्वेश्चन बट दिस हैज दिस आई थॉट वाई जस्ट फ्रेमिंग दिस क्वेश्चन ऑल्सो कि जैसे आर्टिस्ट में कमर्शियल आर्टिस्ट और फाइन आर्टिस्ट है वैसे डू यू थिंक लाइक अ फाइन डिजाइनर काइंड ऑफ अ फील्ड विल हेल्प क्योंकि कमर्शियल फिर वही करते रहेंगे ब्रीफ है काम करो पैसा लो अपना एंड and... देखो वो वो बहुत ही बड़ी बात सो अब जो कमर्शियल जिसको बोल रहे हो ना सो कमर्शियल म्यूजिशियंस में देखते हैं बीटल्स ठीक है बेटोवन बाक मोजाट मतलब अल्लादिया खान ये सब कमर्शियल थे ये सब ना अपनी रोजी रोटी के लिए अपना आर्ट इम्प्रूव कर रहे थे सो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल दैट्स वन आई यूज टू जोक एट वन टाइम हम लोग रोटीग्राफी करते बट सो बट द फैक्ट इज दैट्स द फील्ड फॉर विच द वर्ल्ड डिजाइन हैज बीन क्रिएटेड इट हैज बीन क्रिएटेड टू इंटरवीन इन द रियल वर्ल्ड ऑफ थिंग्स पीपल नीड so that is its fundamental goal now you may have critiques of how it is practiced mm. and i have no problem with that and therefore you may wish to practice design like art with the idea of commenting on it it's something that's been done right mm. is that pair uh, english australian this not coming to mind just now Uh, what they call speculative design okay no, uh, and speculative there's a written a very fine book i have that book it's called speculative everything the names will come back to me shortly mm. so they make objects that are fundamentally useless mm. or they make objects that are intended to provoke people the the philip stark type the the lemon or they are still little no, commercial that, that could be used mm. uh that could be used i'm saying see design is for utility this takes away the utility oh okay mm-hmm. so let's say i make a teapot and there is a yes. ceramic artist who did this also made a teapot with a hole at the mm. bottom so the point is to say it is about the form of a teapot you cannot use it as a teapot so don't even try <laughs> yeah but this is to tell you something this anthony dune and fiona rabi that's right um so dun and rabi so yeah so uh, they are uh, one one way of looking at it on the other hand you have artists like uh, ira choudhry the ceramic artist who insists that if her work isn't used to uska it has not played its full part in the cycle of life matlab the purpose of my work was to be used even if that use is display but ideally that use is something you use right you see if you grew a plant in it in a planter even better right so both are both are good approaches in the end what you are trying to do i mean let's not go away from the fact that design evolved from craft design is about improving craft it is a specialization that became possible after hunter gatherer societies settled down as agricultural societies and it made space for people to specialize 
in hunter gatherer societies you could not specialize the only specialization was survival so um or murder maybe was vaguely specialized but it is agriculture that created time it created surpluses it created many things but on the good side it created specialization and a job could be a guy could do a job doing making utensils instead of working in the field or i could be used to improve the standard of a plow which was used in the field right and then this evolution is still true today in the 20th century you're improving things that are already being made by others and you're turning them towards specific ends and it's become more and more refined and changed but the fundamental thing is this is that's not going away if that goes away we will not be calling it design na we'll have to have some other word for it hmm. so design as art exists for purposes of commentary and that's perfect i have no no problem with that like hmm. Hmm. i have no problem with the person i think you've seen uh, the french artist and uh, as a ui designer you've read the design of everyday things mm. right and on the cover of that book there is that uh, impossible teapot yeah, yeah. that teapot from which you cannot pour anything and you know uh, all of those jokes are door knobs that deliberately don't yeah, work yeah. so now if those things are used as commentary and you want to call that design pretty much like what dan and rabi are doing then uh it's got a place but that has a place because there is this business called design which is rooted in utility what you are calling commercial mm. with a little bit of disapproval <laughs> mm. Mm. of which i have a little bit of disapproval we should not we should not disapprove of of this commerce because not because our livelihoods depend on it because that is what it is created but then you you mentioned about like improving the plow right wo nahi ho raha na aaj like because you are in this like treadmill no, i'm sure i'm sure agar, like mult- agar wo nahi ho raha hai to aap dhoondiye na kahan pe lagana hai lot of people thinking are thinking about this that there are already enough toothbrush designs in the world hmm. and then ido comes along and says wait but they aren't good enough and uh, i used to laugh at lisa who used to complain ki mere haath dukhte hain is toothbrush se and i used to say what what is this haath dukhte hain toothbrush se i mean you know and then some years later i read about ido creating a toothbrush exactly for people like like her it started out with creating something for older people and children but the lessons learned from that they got applied to toothbrushes for everybody so if you have a toothbrush with which is fat and has a slightly rubbery grip mm. you know so it 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 came out of that so things are being improved now you may not think that's important and that's fine with me we can argue about what's important mm. and to some extent the market or what i would call capitalism or any kind of a market would determine what is important would give the hint to everybody else what is important 
Hmm. So I'm not saying markets are a perfect way to decide anything. I'm just saying they are a way to decide something. But our craft is rooted in utility. हम जो करते हैं, it is about utility. It it may employ skills that we see in the artist. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm sort of convinced that fine designers नहीं होने चाहिए. नहीं. होने चाहिए. Fine fine designers means what? हाँ, मतलब fine as in मैं जो जो fine artist के connotation में बोल रहा था कि. बिल्कुल बिल्कुल. Why not? There's plenty of ways to practice design. Hmm. Suppose I make a book, which is uh, worth twenty-five uh, thousand bucks. It's got ten pages, and it's a wonderful art object. There's only one copy of it, hmm. and somebody values that book. I am absolutely cool with it. I'm just saying, but that book wouldn't exist had not the book first existed as a utilitarian object, which very very few people could afford. and then someone came along and invented something not design invented something which made it possible for lots of people to afford then other people began designing the book to make it better no but then still that fine design that one piece is still form of an art because it's it's probably one correct but it exists because of the other thing but i can uh, push what you, the book would not exist if if people were not using books the fine art book would not exist it would be an entirely new creation and people would say wow what is this amazing thing acha nahi apan wo dusre direction mein chale gaye ki then what comes first and whatever like correct it's a trap i am the i am the hunter Yeah. So I said uh, I can uh, take the example of the toothbrush ahead and say that fine design also has a role to play. Like if I was to design a toothbrush, which I keep designing in my head every day, is because I'm keen to move to a eco-friendly toothbrush for myself and the family. However, every time I have gone and purchased a bamboo toothbrush, I found it that it doesn't live beyond four days or five days. and economically it's not making sense for me to keep chucking and buying more and i've been thinking for a very long time that why can't i make a screw head bamboo toothbrush whether heads come separately and they come like the other commercial toothbrushes come which is in hard soft medium. didn't you find one no so now is that if if somebody was to produce something like that maybe that toothbrush set will cost you 600 bucks as opposed to the 30 rupees plastic toothbrush but is there a market for it yes there is a market for it and uh, should somebody do that pursue that and also coexist with the 15 rupees toothbrush yes it should so i don't i think essentially it's not fine design is it is that fine design yeah in the sense it's not something that the world is crying for or demanding or you know nobody is it's a fussy thing i mean nobody uh, I'm sure I, it's not been done because it's fussy to produce, etc. No, but I but, would call it evolution, right? Evolution of that product, the way it's happening over time. It's not like that leapfrog sort of, as like, as you were invented. <laughs> yeah, but it's like not using glue in joinery. It's a philosophy. It's a, but if you use, you know, your product, the same product can be one fifth the cost just because you have that philosophy and you're doing something else. as a philosophical thing it's co- costing me five times now 
is that fine design is it a evolved design is it what i don't know but it has its own appeal and there are people's takers for that as well as no takers for that kind of a thing so i think also the 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 line between art and design should be cleared in people's mind mm. so uh if we start blurring that then we are in a difficult uh, terrain i would say because uh, that's where it gets a bit tricky ಲಾಟ್ರಿಲಿ to solve certain things like in your overall experience uh designers coming laterally or going laterally has it sort of shown any difference or any pattern in in what they do or what impact they bring naturally their impact is much greater hmm why significant progress in any field is made by outsiders okay uh, people who are not schooled in the rules of a particular field uh, if you if you look at uh, uh, nobel prizes that are awarded so many of them are awarded because the researchers had a gap in their knowledge and they collaborated with somebody else to fill that gap okay, so if you look at uh, the history of the one of the most important nobel prizes given is for the discovery of the structure of deoxy mm-hmm. ribonucleic acid on dna i'm not aware <laughs> dna what yeah, we call yeah, dna yeah. right the that famous yeah, yeah the intertwined whatever strand of ha huh. so this came about because a biologist collaborated with a physicist physicist who didn't know anything about the problem and uh, he was just bored sitting around cambridge he was doing a phd in cambridge he was bored and spending the time bored with his own phd <laughs> and drinking spending his time drinking beer and at while drinking beer he met uh, sir francis crick and So Watson and Crick so he said what are you working on he says this is what i'm trying to solve he says it doesn't sound so hard he said pagal ho kya so he said nahi itna mushkil nahi hai let's let's have a chat it sounds like fun let's do it mm. and four or five months later they had done it within eight or nine months they had published and uh, i think they got the nobel the next year or something so gate crashers are always going to make progress okay and that's the attraction that you're seeing of designers in this so called c suite in companies that you want to have not just a chief design officer but uh, by the way silicon valley expansion of chief design officer cdo is career definitely over <laughs> so, so, so not because you just but if you look at the companies that have been started by designers like say airbnb for example so lateral entrance people thinking about 
some bringing something another discipline into another there are always going to be the ones that will make significant progress so lateral entry is required in design we will dry up without it hmm. similarly lateral exit what you mean is does how does design contribute in some other field so i think you're seeing that a lot you're seeing that a lot in business and um i think the more more that happens um the better it is for everybody so i'm yeah terribly enthusiastic about that got it got it and and um people call me a lateral entrant because of architecture because of architecture and i keep telling them since when is architecture not design you know matlab ek ek minute matlab so it's like uh, it's like um, someone was talk i think who was talking was it you about lisa about maths and beauty mm, yeah lisa so after i realized what it is i tell people maths ke samne koi beauty beauty nahi hai matlab maths hi beauty hai mm, mm. एक मैथ्स है एक म्यूजिक है बाकी सब इधर उधर खेल रहे मैं तो अभी म्यूजिक इट्स अ प्रोवोकेटिव पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू आई डोंट मीन इट इज अ सीरियस स्टेटमेंट व्हिच आई विल स्टेट इन अ कोर्ट ऑफ लॉ बट इट्स कम्स फ्रॉम दैट स्पेस इट कम्स फ्रॉम दैट सो इन द सेम वे आई वुड से यस लैटरल एंट्री ही तो एंट्री है ना मतलब यहीं से तो फ्रेश थॉट्स आते हैं या maybe like the next one lisa ke liye isi ke upar tha but uh, the question sounds a bit tactical and trivial but i'll just like try my luck uh, connecting with this sort of same thread is that uh, jaise cdo itu uh, said ki like you have this culture right now designers are और ये तो बहुत क्लीशे वर्ड bhi ho gaya ki designers need seat at the table uh, mera personal agenda hai ki yaar wo to earn karo aur mil jayegi to so how do you earn that bringing purely matlab apart from bringing your craft and like sensibilities of design and a bit of in aesthetics ye basic cheeze chhod ke like how do you sort of bring uh, that 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 weight or value or whatever whatever you call for design uh, to to the main sort of conversation of numbers and business and uh, क्योंकि ये अगर सेंसिटिव नहीं रहेंगे तो देन वील बी लिविंग इन लाइक एज डिजाइनर्स वील बी लिविंग इन आर ओन बबल ऑफ नहीं नहीं सब यूजर के लिए हैं एंड आई रियलाइज माई हार्ड वे वर्किंग एट एट लीडरशिप लेवल्स दैट ये बिजनेस इज इक्वली इम्पॉर्टेंट रेवेन्यू नंबर्स आर इम्पॉर्टेंट सो इफ यू वॉन्ट टू जस्ट गिव सम लाइट ऑन दैट सो आई थिंक एज डिजाइनर्स is design and art the same and all that and i'm very clear that it's not so i can call myself a designer to some extent but definitely not an artist because i'm here to solve problems and when we say we are solving problems it's wrong to say we are solving problems only for the end user the there's a end user before the end user also which is the business which is the person who started this business and what are their uh, desire outcomes of this business that has to be understood that has to be uh, felt for if you don't feel for that you are in the wrong place you should be able to identify that because not everybody fits everywhere but once you have identified with the business and say yes i understand why they are there and why they need this 
and uh, why they're trying to do the XYZ things that they're saying they wish to do. Your, your valuable inputs will come along. It will not be a standalone solution. You cannot, as a human being, you cannot not let your thinking and decisions be impacted by what you've heard, seen, uh, absorbed, and sympathize with. You have to sympathize with that cause. So um, there are many disciplines within design that we practice, at least especially with me and Ito, because we don't do any one vertical alone. That in those verticals, you start uh, seeing a pattern emerging and almost a formula emerging. And that's when you start worrying that why do you need the same formula as the other, given that your product is not the same. It might be belonging to the same vertical, but it's not the same. Your business strategy is not the same. Your product is not the same. So can we think a bit about from your perspective and also that is very important that you show and demonstrate and actually feel the difference in the business that you are in. Whosoever table you're sitting at, you have to feel for that business and understand that business and understand the number value because after all, everybody is there to uh, earn their bread butter and a little bit of jam. So uh, there's nothing wrong in trying to understand that and produce things. So is um, uh, the film shown at the Cannes Festival uh, much superior than your ad that you see on the television as effort or solution. It's quite a questionable thing because the ad on the TV you just saw, whether you liked it or you didn't like it or whatever your appreciation or criticism is, it was done for a specific uh, purpose. Has it met that purpose? Is it going to meet that purpose? And then the craft comes in. But first, that benchmark has to, uh, you know, kind of get uh, dealt with. You cannot, uh, you cannot run around it or you can't say that's not my problem. It's very much your problem if you want a seat at the table. Uh, I think that's why many artists don't want that seat at the table because it affects their art. It affects their way of thinking, you know. So a lot of artists, as we all know, didn't make that money for which they are today sells for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody else made that money. Somebody else was sitting at that table and deciding the value or the need or everything. The person was making art and lived the life and went away. So if we want to sit at the table, we better be aligned and and uh, in our case, we have that uh, leeway of uh, excusing ourselves if we are not aligned. Mm. But once we are on board, then we have to align to that uh, thing. And I think once uh, real clients and businesses who sense that and see that are very appreciative of that. There is a lot of uh, space for that. There is a lot of room for that. It's about the community now. Uh, gearing towards that mm -hmm. and yeah and over period i think it will also happen that because of your experience and because of the the body of work that you have done it it sort of you can demand certain things in certain interests keeping the social angle or keeping like whatever user first and other things but uh yeah i think that first we don't say user anymore no that's that's the first thing you should stop it's, saying. It's a consumer. Yeah, customer, consumer, the guy who pays. Now they'll listen. So 
I think the way to do that is to actually learn the language of business. Mm. And it's a very learnable thing. You learn the, I mean, you don't have to do an MBA to do that. You can learn the language of business. Mm. And by doing that, you'll be able to communicate with the seat at the table, whatever, the gatekeepers mm. in a language that they understand. And that is the language of what you might call the economics of the business and connect it up with what you do. Mm. Mm. There is no way that they will not listen. <laughs> True. But you have to learn that. And there are a lot of nuances to such questions. I mean, we will not be able to do justice with our answers because there are yeah. a lot of nuances. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, uh, every time you say specialization and generalization, nobody wants to talk about the elephant in the room, the UX, UI designers, <laughs> which have caused this uh, churn to happen in this discipline. Yeah, yeah. I think that is the one specialization that has caused a lot of heartburn and uh, in the, you know, are you a designer or not kind of a thing. But I think... Uh, of course, it's a specialization, it's a need, it's a branch of design that has uh, been uh, kind of, it's just been discovered, it was always there, it's been discovered as a branch and then given a form and a structure to become yeah. a very specialized uh, vocation where application is very predefined. So mm. that is what is making a lot of older designers uh, feel very uncomfortable. Correct. But uh, having said that, even in that very narrow thing, there's a lot of room to uh, yeah, yeah. design, uh, play, push, uh, challenge. Uh, I love it when every time we have clients who for the six months of this project say, oh, Airbnb, dekho, and then after six months, Airbnb goes and changes this whole thing because those six months, one has been trying to tell them maybe they are unhappy with what they have and they are also really looking at what they have. So let's do what we are conclusively uh, coming around to for our product and not look at them so much. So it proves at that point that no, there is room in this too. And let's not bucket it and formulize it and all that. So it is again for designers to push that boundary and find mm -hmm. that uh, space in that much, that very narrow, defined vertical and say, no, there is more to the specialization than just following 10 steps. Yeah, absolutely. I think that has caused a lot of these kind of questions and anxiousness in the community. Mm -hmm. Even students, when we go to teach, are very worried. Should we just specialize in UX, UI? Is it yeah. go ahead and do it? You know, there is nothing wrong or great or anything about it. It's about how you will apply it. Correct. Correct. In fact, what I've resorted right now to the definition is uh, my like clear trip where I was working. Unke uh, jo founder hai, he's also designer. So Rush Bhat. Uh, he said, uh, a designer should know how to code, design, and co write copy. Absolutely. full stack. Feel like, full design. clear trip, we not demand That's why I was asking you before this. Because uh, I, we laugh that now we need a product writer and a UX micro copy writer. Yeah. It's getting too specialized, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, it's a full product and you should be able to 
describe it and everything is getting specialized and therefore I think also gets a bit um, distorted about what that role can achieve. It might be a very simple thing done effectively. It's not Oops, something went wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's, it is not something that the person uh, needs to produce uh, a uh, lot of work for to arrive there. So it's there's too much definition and specialization is distorting a lot of things. So if it if that is kept to a smaller title thing, mm-hmm. like Roosh said, it's very correct because uh, even in our office, uh, he constantly says that what do you mean by a copywriter? If you can't write, then you, then you can't design, then you can't do typography because you are not connecting with the printed words. Yeah. Read if you, I say if you don't read, <laughs> just so uh, nilly nilly. Uh, everybody uh, gets their arm twisted in our office to say, right, no, right, what you want to say. Okay, it will get improved, but write what you want to, hmm. you know, basically say. And eventually, it does work because it, you, you only learn something by writing. Yeah, yeah. So that is. Can we write a poem called uh, Ayushman next poem project? The title is the title of the poem is "Oops, something went wrong." Yeah, we do that. In, in I'll take that as a sort of exercise. Uh, cool. Haiku. Yeah, we can do that. Oops, something went wrong. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, I think Itu and Lisa. I think I'll conclude with one last question, uh, which is, uh, I mean, I, this can keep on and on as as Itu said till Friday morning, but uh, just to conclude. How do you see sort of future of design in India? Uh, I know it's a bigger, again, like a little cliche question, but you guys have like seen some real good timeline of design. Uh, how would you see the future? Like, do we need more specialists? Uh, do we need actually? I the the topic is trending towards generalist more. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and any thoughts on which area? Maybe that could be a separate question, but uh, how do you see future of design? What would you like to have rather than what would happen? <laughs> I think design is a natural relationship between people who make things and people who use them. And I don't think we need to do anything for it. We don't need to save design. We don't need to change design. We don't need to reform design. We need to make sure that the forces that transmit from this exchange between people who make things, people who use things, people who need things, that that there is no uh, friction in that transmission. So people who make things quickly understand what people who want things need. And as long as that is happening, uh, design will look after itself, as it always has, because it is fundamentally utilitarian in its nature. So we don't need to rescue design, save design, improve design. Hmm. What we need to do is to make a society in which more people are capable Hmm. of doing it. Hmm which means people are which is going back to the fundamental things of human nature education or or stillness or being open to things or developing your senses 
the same things as we were trying to improve 5,000 years ago. Hmm. So I, 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 that's, that's all. We, I, we don't need any particular kind of thing. One day we'll realize we need UI designers, we'll have UI designers. Hmm. Hmm. No, but what do you think sort of, what would you like to have as like just this, this setup rather than a particular type of people? Human capability. Hmm. You want, you want everybody to be better educated. You want everybody to grow up with an understanding and a response towards their environment, towards the things they use. This will enable the designer in everybody. Hmm. And it's it's a very fundamental thing. Design is not a new thing. It's just it's just been labeled recently. Hmm. Repackaged, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and it'll get repackaged and depackaged and then opened out. Then we'll call them specializations. Then we'll group them, and then we'll call that a generalization or a new specialization. It's all right. And and Lisa, your thoughts? So I just think from where I am today in my life, I would like just the community itself to be a little more intellectually stimulated, if I may say so. I just think that everybody should do what they are doing and what they find comfort and everything. But I think as a community, we should be a little more, uh, a little more, uh, you know, looking inwards, finding things, questioning things, uh, self-critiquing, self-critiquing, talking to each other more often, more frankly, uh, and generally, I think a little. Uh, I think there has been a little bit of. Uh, lull in the intellectual stimuli of the community. Hmm. Somehow everybody seems, or maybe I am doing that, so it seems like that to me, but trying to do, you know, very tightly driven projects with an end result, which nothing is a little uh, open for criticism or discussion or pondering. Hmm. And I miss that. I miss that about. Uh, design. There was a time when one could, uh, from various disciplines, pull up things and look at it and ponder about it and think about it. Maybe Lisa, more conversations like these. Maybe there's maybe even looking deeper into, uh, you know, what we need more Kedar. Wow, yes, we definitely you. need more Kedar. That's what I said that I wanted to meet him more than him wanting to. Because it, it's very important that, uh, that that stimuli is injected in college level, in school level maybe, in uh, studio levels. It's uh, uh, not waiting for some one event to happen one year, but more around kind of a thing because what i'm finding is that everybody is at that urgency to uh, settle down into something that can be predicted hmm. which is understandable but it makes me uncomfortable can I, can I, yeah it's, i think uh, i want to start a design school which accepts students at the age of six <laughs> and teaches all other disciplines through design yeah it's it's one of my dreams like i including including physics and chemistry and geography and poetry and uh, comedy and Everything. whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. 
whatever else you want to learn, the basic frame is is designed. Right now, if I ask what is the basic frame of a school, it is to produce employable people hmm. by corporate sector. It is a sort of uh, high-end clerical goal. Hmm. Hmm. And that has been pretty much for last 75 years now. I mean, since... That's the basis of the school, right? I mean, earlier schools were meant for uh, in the 17th century, schools were meant for rich people's kids to learn to rule. Mm. Because they were making them, making future rulers. So the ruling classes. Mm. In the 20th century, it's not the ruling classes, it's the office-going classes. Mm. Yeah. So, that we are being trained that we would become a junior architect in a large practice and learn the rest of the things. Mm. So, now, is this the only way to approach approach education? Why not? Why not say that it's schools are really design schools? They could be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. एक काम करते हैं आज इसी नोट पे एंड करते हैं स्टार्ट करते हैं डिजाइन स्कूल एंड आल्सो वुड लाइक यू गाइस टू हैव लाइक कम अगेन ऑन ऑडियो गेन एंड टॉक अबाउट एजुकेशन ऑफ डिजाइन में भी दैट वुड बी इंटरेस्टिंग so yeah thanks a lot uh, itu and uh, lisa for giving your time it was real honor lot of stimulus and lot of food for thought in the conversation uh, thanks thanks for giving your time thank you for having us we had a great time honor is entirely mine awesome thank you and that's it from today's gyan session For show notes and more gan visit audiogan.com and if you wish to connect with me I am at audiogan moments on Instagram until then take care Hello it's been a great week on the IVM podcast network On this round is on me. Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish thing, Anish welcomes ultra marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash, and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shuni One, Sheila Dutya is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Nutty Gritties. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcast.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them, and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on YouTube.com/slash/IVMPodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week: Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Program. and hdfc mutual fund thanks guys without you this would not be possible do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about web3 blockchain nfts daos 
What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from.